Well, welcome to the first ever episode of Ask Cheeks. It only took us a month of quarantine to be stir crazy enough to start a podcast. Now, we're not arrogant enough to think that more than the 12 of us in this guy gang are listening, but it's a great way for us to stay in touch with each other. And so we've come up with this podcast. It's called Ask Cheeks. If you say it fast, it sounds like something else. That's okay. It's called Ask Cheeks. And uh, today, uh, we are going to begin with our first episode with a, uh, every week we're going to have a revolving group of the members of our group, which we've titled ourselves the Good Cheeks Gang. There's a story behind that that we won't tell because it'll certainly embarrass Sam Raymond. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, or I guess Ryan Proudfoot, it probably would probably would flatter Sam Raymond, right? Does that make sense? Okay. In any case, uh, we have a story behind the group name. At this point, it doesn't really matter, but that's the name of our group, and that's the name of our podcast. These first few episodes are going to be drafts. So uh, before we get to that, every episode, we're going to have a revolving cast of the cheeks. And so uh, for today's, I am pleased to announce our distinguished panel. Uh, first up, we have Mr. Izzy Mendez. Izzy, say hi to the people. Hello. I love Hello. Lamp. <laughs> I love Lamp. I love Lamp. Uh, we also have up next, Mr. Steve Barton. Hey, what's up, guys? How's everyone doing? I'm doing great. My Verizon service is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> that is a video-only joke because he's wearing a headset uh, straight from the T-Mobile Center. Uh, coming up next, we have Mr. Callan Brown. Hi, everyone. Hello. And finally, we have the one, the only, Andy Elizalde. <laughs> Howdy. I don't know why he was laughing just saying my name. Because <laughs> that's what you do, Andy. You bring joy. In the, in the picture of our podcast, you're the only person who's like sincerely <laughs> smiling. All of us I, are being I, idiots and you're like, I just love friends. <laughs> it's so you're great. not wrong. <laughs> it's so good. I'm so glad Sarah took that picture for you. Okay. So... <laughs> So today, as I said, it is draft style. Very simply, we have five people participating. We have five rounds. Each person that is on this panel, each cheek, has the opportunity to have the first draw in a particular round. These, uh, this draft order was chosen at random. And so uh, we're going to go and proceed with the following five categories. Our topic for this episode is the cheeks draft a megachurch holiday service, a megachurch holiday service. And the five rounds are very simple. Round one, we will be drafting a holiday, whether uh, religious or cultural, something significant that you could or would see celebrated at a church over a weekend service. Round two, uh, we will be selecting a preacher to deliver the message for that Sunday. This preacher must be alive, we determined. We tossed out ideas for holograms um, because we have Andy, who's Catholic. Uh, Izzy suggested Martin Luther, but it just, yeah. <laughs> no no so, comment. No, no <laughs> comment. Izzy really nailed that joke. So we, uh, we're going to select a preacher to deliver the Sunday message. Round three, a worship band to lead all the songs, Okay. Uh, must be a worship band, not a band of Christians. So I know Steve probably wants to nominate Creed, but if they have not 
played a Christian Yo, worship check, song. Check your theology, bro. Check your theology. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna need some clarification on that as we go on. But we'll, yeah. uh, if as a as a rule, if if any uh, question marks come up, it'll it'll be up to the group to vote or decide whether or not we accept. Uh, said question mark round four we will be selecting a special celebrity guest as part of the service this person must be a nominal to devout christian which describes a few of our panelists and round five we will be selecting a guest attracting gimmick now the word gimmick sounds dismissive uh, but i just like the alliteration guest attracting gimmick but basically a strategy to get guests in the room and their butts in the seats and so those are our five rounds very simply, uh, the rules are you, you get to pick. You have, hopefully, in front of you a list of possible choices. We'll see if anybody takes them from you. We will accept trades. I can keep track of those. Um, it's pretty rare that a trade happens in a draft-like podcast episode, but it's certainly possible. And uh, finally, before we begin, as a caveat, I just want to say, none of us here hate megachurches, okay? We've got friends very close friends who work for churches that could be considered mega churches. We love them, uh, but there's no denying that mega churches have a particular style, a style that is, uh, shall we say, easy to tease, which is kind of what we're doing today. And so, uh, one other thing uh, we had talked about, Andy, uh, you <laughs> wanted to, you you had a debate for us to start before we jumped in. Uh, what's your proposal? So I'm going to say that. The first of all, we do love mega churches, and secondly, yeah. the Roman Catholic Church is absolutely a mega church. <laughs> <laughs> give, give us, give us your reasoning. I mean, uh, it's the largest denomination of Christians, right? You could say that each parish is a uh, satellite campus, right? If you will. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, you know, it's uh, absolutely a mega church. Um, I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, you know, Andy, just just to help you out there, I uh, I've been to the main campus, and I <laughs> <laughs> See, I haven't even been to the main campus. I heard the lead pastor is great, though. Wow. Yeah, we didn't catch him. Um, <laughs> it was after hours, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was legit. <laughs> oh, do you mean do you mean the mitre is he? <laughs> I, I don't know man i haven't heard a single one of the albums by their house band so i don't i don't know i don't know yeah they're kind of old school you can really only find them like on parchment stuff like that <laughs> oh boy okay so uh with those rules set uh are you guys ready are we ready to jump in yes sir yes. one All clarification right. if we yes. might are we explaining our answers as well? Is there, and, and then obviously a rebuttal if somebody comes at you, but are we giving our answer and then a little bit of an explanation? Because some uh, of mine need it for sure. You you can explain yeah. before, build up the drama and like attention, that. if you I, will. My runner-ups as well, just so you know what I almost chose. That's great too. That's great too. I think you're going to be, I think we're all going to be surprised by some of the choices as we participate in this. So, Without further ado, we will begin round one. The first choice goes to Andy Elizalde, who is selecting a holiday, whether religious or cultural. Just uh, as a point of clarification, I will be writing down the choices for every team. And at the end of the episode, I will be providing uh, what those final teams look like. Go ahead, sir. Your first right, choice. So 
I went with the classic holiday, standard religious, standard Christian holiday. I think it should be a bigger deal than Christmas. It is Easter. We just had Easter, right? So I'm going to choose wow. Easter. So sorry, guys, if y'all chose Easter. Who, how many of y'all had Easter as your number one? Wow. Just, just me. All The rest of you oh, are. Sorry, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm a, I have a feeling I'm going to get you back in the uh, next round. But the... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Easter, Easter, gentlemen, is off the board. Um, do you, so, Andy, you said that you think it should be more popular than Christmas. Are you speaking about like globally or within the church? Uh, I would say within the church itself. So, like, um, I think even as Christians, we hype up Christmas a lot, which obviously it's a big deal, right? It's the birth of Jesus. But um, the hot take. but like our faith is like we we are christians because we believe he died and rose again right that's what that's what paid for our our sins so i think it should be celebrated a little bit more especially coming right after lent Mm, okay good i like that uh yeah that was great thank you father elzalde now to (laughs) steve barton with our second pick in the first round what is your holiday sir all right my holiday Take a wild guess for this one for me. St. Paddy's Day. Whoa! All right. <laughs> here's, here's, here's my practical reasoning. It is the arrival of, it celebrates the arrival of Christianity in Ireland. The clover is the acknowledgement, the practical, organic acknowledgement of the Trinity. And then we can learn, here's what they would do, even though it's a fable tale, we can learn to drive out the snakes in our own lives using newfound perspective on our faith. Wow. Like, uh, Bro. I was not expecting this, Steve. Wow. Before Christmas, message. you know, I have a feeling that probably would have still been on the board at the end of this round. That's a bold take for sure. Christmas not going second. That is kudos, Steve. Also, uh, the fact that you love Guinness, I'm sure has nothing to do. <laughs> hey, it's got choice. nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Up next, we have Mr. Callan Brown with the third pick in our first round. All right, I almost went with this one, although now I'm, I'm feeling like I might need to change my answer. But um, in my in my diligent research, uh, I thought I would go with National Hug a Musician Day uh, as my uh, holiday, uh, because what worship team member doesn't need some love after one of our sets? You know what I mean? So, so, so that, <laughs> now that I now that I explain it out loud. Back to my original thought. That's what I'm going with. National hug a musician. All right. I respect it. I I it's an amazing pick. Um and it's perfect because only a mega church could spend this much money <laughs> supporting National Hug a Musician Days. It's got good intentions behind it, you know. Like Steve's, just not as well thought out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you you did break up a little there, Callum, but I think we got what you're saying. Uh, essentially you need a hug very badly. Okay, what's uh, <laughs> what's the uh, what is that date for National Hug and Musician Day? Um, yeah, I'm gonna fact check myself real quick. <laughs> he doesn't even know the date. He picked it third. I had it. I had it. Also, you are breaking up again. So November thirteenth. November thirteenth. November thirteenth. That's what we're going for. November thirteenth. All right. Uh, I have a feeling nothing else is going to interfere with that. On the calendar. All right, up next with the fourth pick in the first round is Mr. Izzy Mendez. Initially, I had decided maybe Christmas, but I'm going with an alternate pick. Uh, Interesting. 
due to my uh, charismatic upbringing, I am going with a uh, church calendar pick. Ooh. It, it's one that, that gets overlooked a lot. And uh, I'm going with Pentecost. Whoa, Pentecost. Ooh. Wow. Okay. All right. Pentecost, ex- explain. Give us, give us your reasoning, oh. sir. That's good. So we, we think Passover, all that kind of stuff is what it initially was, Old Testament. But how we celebrate that modern day is the arrival of the Holy Spirit and the launching of mission for the church. And so, and then there's wild stuff with people speaking in tongues and fire off people's lips. So uh, I thought, why not? So Pentecost Sunday is, is what I, is my pick for the religious holiday. All right. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. I did not expect to have the choices I do in front of me for the last pick in the first round. I still have on the board. My number two pick was Mother's Day. I still have Mother's Day on here, which is a secular holiday for sure, uh, even though the church is our mother, according to St. Augustine. But it is one of the most attended Sundays all year. Um, That's true. Christmas is still on the board. Memorial Day, still on the board. MLK Day, still on the board. Fourth of July, still on the board. Just think of the American flag waving in a church service where it shouldn't be. I'm sorry. If I offended somebody, Robert but just Jeff think. <laughs> why is my Why is my dad calling me? <laughs> um, amazing, amazing. So, uh, I mean, genuinely, I have a difficult decision in front of me, but you know, I just think the possibilities are too strong for me not to pick Christmas. I'm gonna go with Christmas. Um, the, I mean, we're in a mega church. It's it's the perfect union of you know attempting the bait and switch of giving people the invitation to materialism and then swapping it at the last minute and being like what you got everything you need in jesus so i am taking christmas which i did not expect to be on the board this late and so that is the end of round one andy selected easter steve saint patrick's day callan national somebody please hug me day izzy pentecost (laughs) and me with christmas round two begins we're selecting a preacher to deliver the Sunday message. Steve Barton, you have our first pick. All right, well, huge mistake. Um, <laughs> so I think I was just having a little too much fun with these categories, but I'll wait till Caleb finishes taking a sip there. Uh, my preacher of choice was Mr. Reverend Creflo Dollar. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. What? Whoa. Wow. Did not expect uh, that. <laughs> uh, we're going all out mega church, so I figured why not pick one of the top okay. tiers? Yeah. That's, that's bold. And he could, you know, he could probably fly to Ireland to film the telecast on his private jet. So that is. Well, well that's uh, funny you say that because in my notes, I said he would actually use the St. Patty's Day crowd to convert the drinking money into cash for another jet. So <laughs> You're not wrong. Actually, you can't stop him from dreaming. It's not an Irish name, you know that. It's not Creflo Dollar. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, just making sure. Creflo Dollar. Reverend O'Dollar. Good one, Kev. Did they, thank you. Dad joke. The, the deeper I get into this drink, the worse the jokes are going to get. So uh, did anybody have Creflo Dollar on their top five? Nope. This is wild. Wild, sir. Okay, our second pick in round two. Mr. Callan, you are up. All right, last pick was a little out of left field for me, but uh, speaking of Jets, I'm going with old Kenny Copeland. 
for uh all right all right right. if there's anyone who's gonna bring in people like a lame holiday like hugging musician day it's gonna be (laughs) all right so i need need the power i need them to cure corona (laughs) i blow you away what did he say in that (laughs) no if that was with the wind of god don't you ever say i did wind of god (sighs) so the beauty of kenneth copeland is the people who love Kenneth Copeland are going to get the message, and the people who don't are going to get the meme. So it's perfect. You're going to have a huge Not draw. Bad. Not bad. Brilliant pick. Brilliant pick, sir. Round Thanks. two, pick number three, Izzy Mendez. So, uh, Kenneth Copeland was actually one of my one of my thoughts on this. Uh, I'm not going to attempt to steal. I think I'm going to play it safe here and uh, go with uh, the ever-changing uh, – Fashion choice changing, uh, body development. I think this this dude has now done CrossFit. Uh, what? But the one and only Stephen Furtick. Stephen hey. Furtick! This dude is going to hype you up like nobody's business, and you're going to want to drop some change in the offering bucket. <laughs> <laughs> He's also going to sing half the song, so it's perfect. <laughs> um you know what? I, Stephen Furtick was on my list as well. It's a brilliant pick. Um, it's interesting though, because I—I mean, did, have they mentioned the word Pentecost ever at L? Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Furtick has brought TD Jakes, baby. You That's know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Beautiful, beautiful pick. Well, guys, you know I—I've got a lot of choices left. You know, uh, Stephen Furtick was on my list, but I still have Joel Osteen. Still mm-hmm. have uh, Rich Wilkerson, who. Uh, who had uh, did he did he not have Kanye uh, for his yeah, Easter? Yeah, he actually performed Kanye and Kim's wedding. Wow. Okay. So I mean, think of that. It could have been an easy tie-in with my celebrity guest, possibly. I had TD Jakes, Carl Lentz up there, but you know, I'm going a little left field. I just I want the biggest draw. Okay. So I'm going with the Pope. <laughs> oh, I'm going right. with the pump, baby. All right, all right, all right. Oh, no. You know what? Can he do that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Andy established that it is it, a mega church, so it's you know, on the board. That and yeah. I think with that pick, this technically counts as one of the ecumenical councils now. So. <laughs> I got Christmas and the Pope. You guys are cooked. All right, Bro, nobody's showing up to your churches. You so, can't even take communion at that service. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's beautiful. Right, hey, Caleb, to clarify, you mean Pope Francis, right? Um, yeah, the, whichever one. Huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, Pope Francis, who I love. And for the record, I, I mean, I'm not more Catholic than Andy. Definitely not, but I'm, I'm close. I definitely... <laughs> I have Augustine tattoos. For the record, I grew up Lutheran, so I'm probably like third place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I grew up Lutheran too, man. All right, we, we got to stick together. <laughs> I, you know, for our audio listeners, you can't quite appreciate how uncomfortable Andy looks right now. And so, Andy, with our final pick in round two, the preacher to deliver that Sunday's message, uh, who is your choice, sir? And explain to us how sad you are that the Pope is off the board. Well, I'm not very sad because my number one pick was Pope Emeritus Benedict the Sixteenth, who is still living. <laughs> is, he, is he allowed to speak? I thought the Catholic Church uh, pretended he was gone. It's so it's un- the huh? Popes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Uh, no. But for real though, he's like a theological beast. As uh, yes. Uh, and I'm reading one of his books right now uh, called 
Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> so it's pretty, uh, it's pretty deep, but, um, but I think, uh, for just for devotional reasons and he was a serious pick, right? My other one was Francis Chan who wow. in my, in my <laughs> notes, I wrote, he's basically Catholic anyway. Church <laughs> <laughs> in a house that sits 12. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the new thing yeah, so like, when, I, when i say i'm almost as catholic as andy i've already read a pope benedict book so right. in your face sir <laughs> um no that, that's cool i just wrote um just so i'm keeping track of the scores under your pick i put pope the lesser is that <laughs> old sure. pope? i put old pope. <laughs> hey and today is his birthday by the way so oh that's so cool yeah, man yeah. um do they still celebrate it now that he's not the Pope? Or? <laughs> Andy, how did you find that out? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> is he still technically a Pope? No, no. Pope Francis is the Pope. He's Pope Emeritus. Okay. Yeah, he's retired. Yeah. Pope Emeritus. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, okay. Well, that is the end of round two. Both Popes off the board. Round three. <laughs> Uh, you round three. We're selecting a worship band to lead all of our songs. Mr. Callan Brown, you have our first pick in round three. So much pressure on this one. I mean, do you go old school? Do you go new? A lot of options here. A few of my, few of my thoughts were uh, delirious. I know I'm not sure they ever nice at a church, but come on, nice. No, that'd be dope. Come on, with the question mark, and uh, <laughs> maybe even a little. Maranatha or uh, Marantha? How do you even say that? Maranatha. Maranatha music. I mean, some real classics there. Um, a lot of toss-ups, but I think if we're going to lead all the songs, I think I got to go with Hillsong Worship, man. Wow. Wow. That was my number one. That was my number one. I thought, know, I, although Delirious is a close second because I mean, I, I could sing your love forever is, is definitely one of the best. Yeah, I mean, they would certainly open up the gates for Kenneth Copeland. But I think Hillsong is a solid, solid. Who had Hillsong on their top five? I know I had Hillsong up there. Andy just had the Pope written for the rest of the rounds <laughs> of the old, old Pope. Um, so Hillsong off the board. If uh, Question sure. for publication. Oh, yes. I know does what that, you're going to ask. Does that include features? So like Hillsong, Ooh. Okay. Uh, featuring like darling chick you know mm -hmm. i was gonna bring this up but i don't know if we have enough time the worship band technically and again if you're doing hillsong do i have to pick a decade i don't mm. know so i think i think there's a designation between hillsong hillsong united and hillsong young and free mm -hmm. so those so specifically for me i'm going hillsong not young and free or united okay so you so, but i I think the dilemma for me was, is this, I think there are two categories and maybe if we do this again, we have to break it up. There are the actual mega church bands, Elevation, all the guys, yep, yep. Bethel. That's kind of hard to lock in, but that is the mega church. If I was being serious in my vote, truth be told, I'd either go house fires or probably all sons and daughters, even though they're no longer a band, they are still living. Those are my other, my other good, also good music. Um, also group city light shout out to them in Australia. They're, they're rad. But anyways, I think there should be really two categories to this, the mega church band, and then also just worship band. Worship band. So, yeah. so I think, I, I actually think the category is just the worship band 
to lead it. Now they're leading it at your mega church. So it right. probably makes sense to pick somebody who's going to put some butts in the chair. And I actually think I stick to Hillsong, which makes sense because you're going to need all the help you can get to get people to show up on national hug a musician day. <laughs> and they bring the most musicians, you know, that's you gotta, true. Got to hug off the computers they bring for those stems and loops that they run. So now to clarify though, that means Hillsong United songs might be off the board. Does that make They're sense? The They're off the board. Yeah. Okay. But Hillsong Worship goes back farther. I've got more of a catalog. Okay, so Hillsong United, still on the board. Still on the board. Okay. Our second pick in round three, Mr. Izzy Mendez. So I'm thinking Pentecost, Furtick. Now, I was going to go with Elevation because that seems like the obvious pick. It's like the one-two punch with Furtick and uh, his team, right? Right. I'm going to go with something else because I know they're friends and it brings diversity to the table. And I will go with, as my pick for the worship band to lead, Isra Houghton and New Breed. Whoa. I, I thought about them is, they're, man, they're, they're just smacking. They're, that's incredible musicians, incredible diversity as far as like stylings. And uh, they will put some butts in the seats and get everybody dancing. So uh, this is that's perfect. right. And you get a few, and you get a few covers too, not just the originals. He's got a few covers under that belt. So good choice is you're gonna have yeah. some tongues in that church, baby. Yeah, yeah. And some <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got. Um, I have the third pick in round three, and and again, I have not uh, given a ton of thought to this pick. Um, there's a lot of ways I can go. So right now I have I have Christmas, I have Pope Francis. So I don't want to pick something that's like too radical. So if I were to pick like Elevation, I think the clash between Elevation and Pope Francis might give him a heart attack. And so I have to pick. Hillsong played for for Pope Benedict. Really? Yeah, like in 2006. You know, that's probably the coolest story I've ever. (laughs) I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey uh uh all right i'll see you guys later <laughs> hey uh andy uh for, for jesus not for the pope but whatever all right, all right. Is, is he's getting heated <laughs> so um i need somebody with like uh with with lyrics uh that that's gonna kind of speak to multi-generational approach so i mean i don't have a problem with upper room but that kind of lyrical approach is probably not gonna cross Mm. over well with the pope's Mm. primary audience and so what i'm looking for is somebody who can do a lot of all christians (laughs) (laughs) just kidding what about like the gettys so I, I thought about the Gettys. If I got the Pope, I was thinking the Gettys might be okay uh, as a possibility for sure. And uh, that, that, that was on the board. But I wanted to go a little more modern. And so I think when you have the Pope on board, you can kind of flex a little and have a band that's not as big of a draw because, as Andy said, the Pope is bringing in the largest Christian denomination in the entire world. And so... I'm bringing in Page CXVI. Good choice. Wow. How do they they handle the crowd? I've never, outside of an album context, I I haven't heard them. So so I've seen, I've actually seen them live, but it was only in a house context. Hmm. However, I think the minimalism of their sound, of course, Page 116, like 
by the way, band named after the page number of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, right? I think they were reading that, and there was like a phrase on there they liked. Genius. Um, most of what they do is covers of traditionals in a really unique way. Um, just beautiful sound, but pretty minimalist. I think because of that, they could mesh well with a typical audience for uh, the real Pope, not Andy's uh, secondary Pope. And so uh, I'm taking page CX VI, a little left field, but I think the Pope and Christmas, uh, that one-two punch gives me a little bit of nice, room nice. to do that. Good choice, Caleb. Thank you, sir. All right, our fourth choice in round three goes to Andy, Pope Emeritus Elizalde. <laughs> so I was, I was thinking about, you know, all the great – so truth be told, I don't listen to worship music that much outside of when you? I'm rehearsing. I mean, sometimes I, I really do. Like the other day, uh, Marco sent me a reverse. It's amazing. He just right. <laughs> no, but like sometimes, uh, like Marco sent me this song by uh, by Upper Room, and I just like had that on repeat the other day. It was just really good, uh, Defender. But wow. um, yeah, the one band that I always like their songs, and the one that I always feel the most connected to as Caleb takes a bite of a of a lunchable. Uh, what are they called? Uncrustable. Uncrustables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one's this one's been thawing for forty five minutes. <laughs> nice, is uh. So I went with Austin Stone Worship. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I really um oh, cool. like Aaron Ivy especially. Like uh, I always really connect with their tunes. I think it's like really heartfelt, and I think uh, I think it'd be really good. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, uh, Aaron Ivy actually played for uh, two popes ago. <laughs> John Paul when he was eight. <laughs> uh, no, that's nice. a great pick. That's a great yeah, pick. Yeah. Alex again, Trump. again, you have a former pope, so you have the opportunity to kind of flex a little bit. I like it. I like it outside yeah. the box. And we'll pray for you that you listen to more worship music. And our final <laughs> choice in round three is Mr. Steve Barton. Go ahead, sir. Again, I apologize for um, killing the buzz here and providing a fun answer. So I went with Newsboys. <laughs> yeah. John, the, reason, the reason I chose Newsboys, they, they would not lead all of the worship songs. They would uh. lead one worship song. That song is He Reigns. It would be a 28-minute loop of that <laughs> chorus because we all know that that song never actually ends. <laughs> that's right that's wow. right wow wow that if you've actually- ever played he reigns by newsboys you know no one has any idea when to stop playing that song that is really so really, really a point thing. a point of clarification steve is this current newsboys with michael tate of dc talk or is this original lineup newsboys no this would have to be the the new newsboys post 2006 Okay. Okay. Back when they were like all you ever heard of. So I think that was uh, right after DC talk. I think if I have it correctly, if I have it correct. So Michael, Michael Tate is no longer the lead singer right now. Actually, there's like the Newsboys United, which is, (laughs) I kid you not. This happened on a, on a cruise not too long ago. Uh, A Caleb cruise to be exact. And it is the old lineup with the new lineup of Newsboys. Michael Tate is is it's kind of like a Christian supergroup here. You know that's that's the cool thing now. There's a few old school rock band guys that are doing that same thing, or they're touring together. But they've they huh. they're like a super team of old old cats that have joined together. Nice. Yeah. 
Is I guess, Newsboys United also a mega church now? <laughs> <laughs> I guess God is not doing a new thing. All right. <laughs> Round four, we're down to our celebrity guest. Again, this is a nominal to devout Christian, special celebrity guest. The first choice in round four goes to Mr. Izzy Mendez. Okay. Once I noticed that I had the first pick like 10 minutes before we started, <laughs> I got really excited about this. Y'all know my love for Kanye. <laughs> and I thought that's what I was going to go with. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. This person uh, is a follower of Jesus, but hasn't got the same amount of, of FaceTime as Kanye. I'm going with none other than Chance the Rapper as my special. Good hey. choice. Good choice. Wow. Is that dude can spit the gospel he can. and have some solid bars. Yep, yep, yep. Wow, wow, wow. Is so, he, uh, so side question, though, is what's your favorite album or piece of work from Chance? Oh, man. It doesn't, um, have, to be, it doesn't have to be one of his. It could be acid rap stuff. That's, yeah, it's the acid rap stuff. Acid, that's like, it's just so good. Man, that was a great pick. Izzy, you, you have a very cohesive service already yep. assembled. Yeah, mine is know how to throw services, boy. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, Andy, I'm going to need your help on this. Give me your top five most famous practicing Catholics. <laughs> All right. Um, Stephen Colbert, uh, Jack White. Um, let me see here. <laughs> I don't know. Those, those two. Those are the and, ones I care about. And, and, and Javi Elizalde are in my yeah. top five. So, yeah. uh, I, I mean, you know, rest in peace. I would have picked Kobe Bryant if we were doing this three months ago. Right, right. I mean – Kobe and the Pope on stage would have been awesome. I mean, alley-oop for sure on the <laughs> devil. But, um, you know, I, I actually think for conversation purposes, I'm going Stephen Colbert. I think yeah. great. He hop on stage. Did, he, did I just help you? You absolutely <laughs> did. You, I did not expect the Pope to be on the board or Christmas. And so you just helped me. I completely picked Stephen Colbert based on your – suggestion nice, so nice. i'm taking stephen colbert i i don't want to take jack white so okay <laughs> that's more of a liability i feel like <laughs> stephen colbert man you probably get matt matt Berninger saved from the national all right keep going <laughs> who's next uh oh i'm sorry next is you sir and oh, nice. all right so i mean mine is really obvious but we're talking about draw I'm going to choose Chris Pratt all day. I almost mm. Chris yeah, Pratt. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Like Chris Pratt. I mean, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be, you know, it's going to so, be good. Are you guys having communion at your service or? Uh, absolutely. So what's he going to do? <laughs> he's, he's Catholic, right? Nope. I don't think so. Nope. So is we'll he talk, just going to. We'll, we'll talk about that off Zoom, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> in one of our house churches or something. <laughs> He's just going to do the whole dance scene from Guardians of the Galaxy 1. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> While they're passing out the bread or whatever. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Um, Perfect. That's, I just did the best impression. Uh, if you're on audio, you can't see it, but it's okay. It was amazing. So, uh, Chris Pratt, off the board. Anybody else have Chris Pratt? He was in my top five. Um, so was Kanye. But I feel like Kanye and 
in the public getting in a fight. So I didn't hey, look, Can I ask you a question? Do you yeah. actually have five options for each category that we're in? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, goodness. If you don't have, if you're only on audio, this man has a notebook out. <laughs> that is right. I have other things out as well, but I am prepared, baby. I am prepared. So our fourth pick in round four goes to Mr. Steve Barton. So this was after a, I'm so glad I, I received this meme when I did. Because otherwise this, this choice, this top choice would not be where it is. Number one for my celebrity guest, Mr. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> dude, were you the one who sent it, Steve? He posted. Oh, no, you were. The dude. Other day. I thought you were. I sent. I sent. Oh, it was Izzy. Oh, it was yeah, Izzy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the reason I, the, just real quick, oh the reason I want Hulk Hogan for my for my funny explanation here, he would help emphasize our brotherhood in Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he would give solid advice on wrestling with life's trials. <laughs> And then behind him during his segment, he would also do the church announcements, but behind him would be the WWE Raw logo, except it would be WWJD Raw. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, I say Philip got stuff written down, but I think Steve might have mentally prepared the most. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 100%. And I, I got to be honest with you, as of right now, I'm going to Steve's service. Over anybody else's for sure. Oh, hell yeah, brother. I mean, Creflo and Hogan, baby. I mean, that's like that's like Apollo Creed and Rocky. It's yeah, perfect. It is. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know how you follow that, but Mr. Callum Brown, you are next, sir. All right, man. Mine, mine's a toss-up. There's a lot on the board still. No, no one's actually taking Kanye. Is that's that crazy? It's crazy. Well, most of us just aren't sure if he's actually Christian yet. But keep going. Oh, dang. I'm going with yes, but I am too. I just <laughs> uh, hey, it's phenomenal. So, uh, but you know, I gotta say because I took Kenny Copeland in the front, that's gonna get me a good solid amount of people. But uh, I'm worried about not getting people that read the Bible. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, so my my celebrity guest is gonna be Robbie Zacharias. Can I can I do that? Ooh. Ooh, that's interesting. So let me let me who? that. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that he is a celebrity via YouTube and social media. Um, you know, so, uh, so you, yeah. I will yeah. give you that one. I will give you that one. Huge celebrity. I, I don't necessarily have a problem with it, but see, when I, I, I think a different one. The the only the only reason it gives me pause is because he's a celebrity within the church. So nobody outside the church. That's why I don't know who he is. I, I do no. want to point out, <laughs> Steve. I, I have a different one, but I will point out that in the in the uh, rules, it does say nominal to devout Christian. That's right. That is true. Um, true, true, true. It also says celebrity. So, <laughs> no, no, Robbie Zacharias has been featured on on a lot of different things. So I'll, I'll give you that. I think you know, you're going to need a really great guest attracting gimmick. Yeah. So so I but. If if I don't get Robbie, I'm I'm willing to change my answer. I've got one guy that I, I think is almost parallel to Kanye, and that's my man Jay Biebs. So Whoa, right. that's yeah. whoa. whoa, how did we not pick Bieber? I forgot about that. Go kid. with Bieber, bro. Go with Bieber. Yeah. Bieber. I'm gonna land with Bieber. I mean, that's basically awesome. like you've completely tipped the scale between popularity and theology, but it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Yeah. It's good. I mean, that kid, that kid sang "Reckless Love" at Coachella. I mean, yeah, yeah. it doesn't get more celebrity Christian, bro. Than that. Bro, you've got Justin yeah. Bieber and Hillsong 
worship. Like people are going to turn National Hug a Musician Day into like Pentecost. It's crazy. crazy. Nobody wants to hug Zacharias really, but most likely (laughs) everyone's coming for Bieber. They're going to do those hugs. You accidentally touched some butt. You know, (laughs) of course you're going to have you're going to have Kenneth Copeland interviewing Justin Bieber, which I don't think he's ever heard a Justin Bieber song, but that will make it interesting. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's good. All right, so now we move on to our final round. This is round five. I have the number one pick in round five. And, gentlemen, this is the one uh, round where I have no ideas written down. Now, I've been a part of church services where we've participated in what you might call guest-attracting gimmicks. Again, gimmick is a dismissive word, but, you know, we've given away T-shirts or guest packages. Um Here's my top two. Thanks, Caleb. (laughs) I didn't say I was picking those necessarily. Now I'm looking at my list and I have Stephen Colbert and Pope Francis. So at this point, like I think my, my congregation is pretty well stacked. So I don't know that I need to invite a lot of people, but what I would like to uh, invite them to is something that kind of balances out. Like Stephen Colbert is funny. Maybe he does a monologue. Page 116 is serious. The Pope is foreign. So I need something that feels a little little bit like I got to get a little bit of that Americanity into Mm -hmm, my my production. And so when when I think of of the megachurch ideal, it is something like like giving something away. And so I, I, I haven't quite thought of this just yet, but I'm going to raffle off a home. I'm going to raffle off a house, okay? And Stephen Colbert is going to do the raffle for me. It's perfect. So show up. You might win a house. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't show up to possibly win a house. That actually sounds like a terrible idea now that I say it out loud. So what I'm going to do is this. We're going to raffle off an interview with Stephen Colbert. That's what I'm going to do. And he's got to show it on his show. So millions of people are going to see it. We're going to interview with Stephen Colbert. But what, what if the person being interviewed doesn't feel like talking about Trump, though? you're you're not wrong (laughs) i I have not met anybody who isn't interested in talking about trump at least from either side of the aisle so i'm gonna go with an interview to be aired with stephen colbert that is raffled off for anybody who shows up so that means millions of people i would go see this interview i'd go i would attend that church um that's great so uh that's my guest attracting gimmick i'm using my celebrity guest to attract Mm. other guests to balance out the seriousness of my band and the foreignness of the Pope. So uh, that brings us to our second pick of round five, Mr. Andy Elizalde. All right, guys. So for my uh, guest attracting gimmick, it's best described by watching the video. And I guess we can try to describe what you're about to see for the people listening on audio. So let me uh, share my phone really quick. All right. Here's my guest attracting gimmick. All right. Here we go.
right, so. Uh, there, there, oh my God. there is no way that's real. There is no way. Oh, that is from a, that is from a Vietnamese uh, Catholic church Easter service. Uh, that was the stone being rolled away with Jesus coming out. <laughs> full glory with, uh, with fireworks and spinning, spinning sparklers. Uh, it was just, it was uh, pretty lit. Was so, the song uh, actually playing? No, no, no. The okay. song was it, not it actually. It sounded like it was because it was like re- <laughs> yeah. reverberating. So, yeah. so, so we would call that a resurrection. <laughs> Spectacular. Spectacular <laughs> ec- extravaganza. We're putting both there words in. That's okay. nothing short of extravaganza. Yeah, yeah. We won this one, y'all. <laughs> that's. I'm. I'm still not convinced that's the actual audio from the event, but that's fine. Okay. If if y'all if obviously you can't see that if you're listening to the audio, Andy basically showed us um, a church, a Catholic church in a third world country, where and uh, uh, basically a re. Uh, performance or a representation of of Jesus emerging from the tomb happened on the second story above the priests as they prepared. Was that the Eucharist? No, no. They're, they're preparing for the start of mass. It looks like. Okay. They're preparing for the start of mass as fireworks go off and a metallic stone is rolled all set to the music of Lady Gaga. (laughs) Definitely not a nominal to devout Christian. So uh, again, that was Andy's choice. uh, Pope Benedict is rolling over in his grave. So no, I would say though, that, that, that video, that video, one hundred percent confirms that Catholic Church is indeed a mega church. <laughs> exactly, that is definitely true. Lady Gaga. All right, uh, pick number three in round five goes to Steve. Man, I don't even want to say anything after that. This sucks. <laughs> like I, I had two two top answers for this. They're both like traditional gimmicks, but. I guess in a way my service needs to kind of calm down a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Or does it? Yeah, true, true. So, all right, out of these two choices, I'm just going to go with the one because I'm an animal lover. The gimmick is going to be a part of the message where we do a biblical skit, full costume, fake beards, offensive accents, and we have (laughs) an actual live animal on the stage. Usually in this case, it's a mule. Is it tied? So, is it tied uh-huh. to St. Patrick's Day? Uh, it can be. <laughs> we can we can bring in some snakes if we need to, and just let them slither around. Okay, so I'm putting live skit slash petting zoo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, it's usually petting zoo animals that they use for those. Beautiful. Well, well, you know, you've got Hulk Hogan, you've got live animals. You've got Newsboys, and you've got Creflo Dollar, and you have a very drunk congregation on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Your service is lit, my friend. All right. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Pick number four, Mr. <laughs> Callan Brown. All right. my Mine's a, maybe a bit of a stretch, but bear with me. My guest attracting gimmick for the service is a post-service good news on the green, spinoff of Blues on the Green. And we have a hologram performance from Johnny Cash and Elvis Presley singing hymns on the lawn. Wow. Hologram performance. I'm there for it. Elvis and Cash. Okay. My Aunt Callan, I did not think that sentence was going to end. I wanted you to keep going. I've got Kenny Copeland in my pocket, man. We can do whatever we want. That's right. That's That's right. Uh, Kenneth Copeland has you in his pocket, sir. That's how his ministry works. (laughs) All right. And the final pick in round five goes to Mr. Izzy Mendez. 
so I'm going with this, still the theme of Pentecost. I've, I've not deviated from this theme, just, just so we're clear. Uh, you know, the Pentecost, modern Pentecost, Acts 2, signifies the coming of the Holy Spirit, and the ascending out, if you will, of, of, of the church. And so nothing says missions like anybody who fills out connect card will get a trip to Costa Rica. Oh my God. Nothing says missions like Costa Rica beaches. <laughs> nice, dude. Wow. Okay. I like it. I just feel the spirit I, I am calling going me to there. Caleb's church and I'm going to Izzy's church. <laughs> wow. A mission trip, y'all. It's a mission, mission trip. trip. That's right. All you got to do is share your story, bro. Elevator pitch. Tell me how Jesus changed your life in two minutes. There you go. 30 seconds. That's, that's all you need to, to share that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, friends, we've reached the end of our draft. I'm going to recap the teams for us. If you're listening today, uh, we're going to post a little something about this on Instagram. We'll probably post a video on YouTube because it's not that incriminating. And uh, we're going to leave it up to you who has the service you would go to if you could only pick one of these five services. So we'll start with our first choice from round one. This is Mr. Andy Elizalde's team. His Sunday service is going to be held on Easter weekend. Pope Emeritus, Mr. Pope Benedict, Cardinal Ratzinger, will be delivering the message, uh, which will be uh, preceded by worship led by Austin Stone's worship team so it'll be interesting uh, that green room for sure followed by a uh, celebrity guest appearance by mr chris pratt who will be uh providing much levity as everyone else is taking communion and finally he's providing a resurrection spectacular extravaganza complete with stage setup but not an expensive one by any means based on his video pyrotechnics that are certainly not tested or approved by people who would know better and also uh, foreign people running the entire event. So that is Andy Elizalde's Easter service. Good job, sir. Good Thank job. You. Thank you. Up next, we have Mr. Steve Barton's service, which will be held on St. Patrick's Day. Not a day traditionally celebrated on a Sunday by most churches. Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Our resident Catholic, who may also be drunk, uh, <laughs> begs to differ. Um, weirdly enough, this uh, very Catholic day celebrated will be uh, presented with a sermon by Mr. Creflo Dollar. Um, we're still uh, researching whether or not he's Christian, let alone Catholic. <laughs> um, his message will be preceded by a time of worship by the Newsboys, which may or may not be Newsboys United, a band uh, that might be considered a super band and yet not quite a regular band, uh, followed by celebrity special guest Hulk Hogan. Yes. And so he's ready to, to as Steve explained, welcome us into the brotherhood of <laughs> Christ. Followed by a live skit featuring real animals. Now, we never got clarity on how this skit applies to St. Patrick's Day, but it's okay because we never got clarity about how Creflo Dollar's messages apply to the Bible. So that's fine, Steve. It makes sense. Our third team, Mr. Callan Brown's team, uh, will be holding their special weekend service to celebrate National Hug-A-Musician Day. Uh, a day where I don't think his church will be competing against any other church in the entire world. Uh, the the sermon will be provided by Mr. Kenneth Copeland, who blows his hot air all over Corona. 
And a Hillsong worship will be desperately trying to balance this theology out with some worship music, followed by a special guest appearance by Mr. Justin Bieber, who has no doubt never heard of Kenneth Copeland, who has never heard of Justin Bieber. So it's perfect, <laughs> a recipe made in heaven. And finally, it'll be followed by a hologram performance by Elvis Presley and Johnny Cash. So basically, if you picked all the most random possible elements and put them in one service, <laughs> you would have Callan's service. And finally, or, uh, with our fourth uh, service, we have Izzy Mendez. His service will be held on Pentecost weekend. Stephen Furtick will be providing the sermon and the shouting. And the worship will be provided by Israel Houghton and the New Breed. Special guest appearance by Chance the Rapper, who will no doubt come on stage and make Stephen Furtick look wider than he has ever looked <laughs> in his life. Followed by, uh, is this a raffle or is this just every person who fills out a Connect card? It's like every person that fills out a Connect card. <laughs> you must be a megachurch to be able to give every person who fills out a Connect card a trip to Costa Rica and finally, uh, my choice for my service was on Christmas weekend. The freaking Pope is delivering the message. A homily. A homily. A homily. Even better. People are going to show up. It's going to be short. All right? They don't have Kenneth Copeland yelling at him for an hour. It's the Pope. Ten minutes. And ten minutes, baby. <laughs> and the worship right before him will be provided by page 116. A lot of traditionals to make it more of an ecumenical service. And then Stephen Colbert is our special guest bonus points because he can participate in the Eucharist. <laughs> and finally, we're raffling off for guests an interview to be put on the air in his show with Stephen Colbert. So those are our five services. Again, in the comments, uh, wherever, for the five people who are listening to this, pick your favorite service. Tell us which one you would actually attend. Guys, this was episode one of Ask Cheeks. Pretty awesome. Hi, Gabe. Hi, Gabe. <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot he's lurking. Gabe is always lurking, as is Eric, but Eric is doing it way more peacefully. And more uh, uh, classy. And more <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. That is episode one. We'll see you soon with episode two, which will also be another draft with a whole new grouping of Cheeks. This is Ask Cheeks. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>